I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, everyone, and welcome to My Millenny Money Medical. My name's Dev Raga, and I'm your host. And in this episode, we'll go through the sociological concept called accumulative advantage, and I will relate it to money, investing, and life in general. This concept has really opened my eyes more recently when it comes to success with money and investing. Let's get started. If you want me to discuss a specific topic or if you have a specific question, don't hesitate to contact me via Twitter or via Facebook. And for those of you that are new to the channel, remember the three main aims, education, empowerment, and entertainment. One of the things I've noticed more and more as I become older and hopefully wiser and hopefully wealthier is many of the things I've achieved has been through hard work and determination, planning and execution of that plan. But there are some things which have kind of just happened, which has enabled me to do those things. I've found once you get to a certain stage in life, other opportunities open up. Then you get to another stage using those opportunities. Then more opportunities open up. It's these sort of advantages which can lead to more advantages. And that's the concept called accumulative advantage. So what is accumulative advantage in detail? This concept was first popularized by Malcolm Gladwell in his book Outliers, which I haven't read, but I've heard about. It's something that I need to do in the future. Put simply, those who have more in the first place are at an advantage to gain more in the future. This can apply to many things in life, like time, money, investments, career, relationships, etc., etc. Generally speaking, how the phrase came about, the rich get richer, that was when it was first coined and when it comes to money, wealth, and investments. So when someone says the rich get richer, it kind of relates to this principle of accumulative advantage. And that leads to the subconcept called the Matthew effect. So what is the Matthew effect? Robert Merton and Harriet Zuckerman coined this term in their 1968 sociological paper. They basically described how the most eminent scientists in a group of scientists tend to get more recognition for a scientific achievement, even though they may not have done most of the work. Now we can think about this in our own lives, in our office spaces, our careers, the person who sometimes takes or gets the credit is not often the person who contributed most to the work. For example, think about Elon Musk, often gets credited for Tesla, SpaceX, and other companies, and is often called a visionary. But did he do all of that work himself? Or did he have a team of brilliant people around him who did most of the work for him? Now, he just happened to have the initial vision and the most money, but now often ends up with the most credit. And I find this concept very fascinating. Now, within the Matthew effect, this subconcept is called preferential attachment, whereby wealth and credit is distributed amongst those depending on how much they already have. So if you have more credit, more credentials, and more wealth, the chances are you're going to get more wealth, more credentials, 
and more credit. The Matthew effect is named according to the parables of Jesus. It's actually got some religious connotation to it and context to it, and is actually quoted in the Bible. And the quotes go like this, for to everyone who has will more be given, and he will have abundance. But for him who has not, even what he has will be taken away. And the other quote is, I tell you that for everyone who has will more be given, but from him who has not, even what he has will be taken away. And lastly, take heed then how you hear. For to him who has will more be given, and from him who has not, even what he thinks that he has will be taken away. What's interesting is Merton was the first to discover this effect. And when he noted eminent scientists always got the awards for discoveries, even though relatively unknown researchers and graduate students did all the hard work for a scientific discovery. Then that got popularised and formulated officially by Stephen Stigler, and then it got named Stigler's Law of Eponymy, which stated, no scientific discovery is named after its original discoverer. That is, Merton came up with it in the first place, but Stigler got the credit. Now, to Stigler's credit, he credited the discovery to Merton in the final formulation. Let's use an example to highlight this principles. Amy is a parent of two children. The children are aged 14 years old, Jamie, and 10-year-old, David. They're both brothers. Amy sets them a task to open a weekend business to try and sell the most juice. It's a hot summer's weekend. Let's call it apple juice. After the weekend, the results come in. Jamie, the older child, sold $170 worth of juice with a profit of $120. David, the younger child, sold $90 worth of juice with a profit of $40. The cost for both remained the same, but Jamie made more of a profit. Why was this? Well, it turns out Jamie was older to begin with, therefore had more options of sales techniques, he could stay longer, had more motivation, and had more maturity compared to David. It didn't mean Jamie, the older one, was just a very, very good salesperson, or David, the younger one, was just a very bad salesperson. But at 10 years old, we know that a child's maturity is much less than at a 14-year-old level. At the end of the weekend, Amy rewards Jamie, the older child, with a profit match. So Jamie made a profit of $120, so Amy now matches that. Now his overall profit doubles at $240, whilst David remains at $40. Notice what happens. Jamie has more money for the next weekend to set up shop, whilst David doesn't have as much money. Now Jamie can exploit his additional monetary resources to sell even more juice, buy more products, and make more profits. And if Amy keeps matching his profits for his hard work, you can see how Jamie gets more and more advantages as the summer progresses, and David gets left behind. We see this sort of thing happen in nature as well. Now let's take a tall oak tree, for example. It grew from the hardest seed, but is that the only reason it became as tall? Animals didn't chew through its trunk. No other trees probably blocked sunlight from it, so it had the chance to grow. Loggers didn't target it and chop it down because it got bigger. And now it's massive, so people take notice of it. It's majestic. It kind of survived all the threats and all the disadvantages. So now it gets even more advantages as a result and it gets preserved. That's a nature's example of accumulative advantage. Here's another example. They did a study in professional hockey. When it comes to professional sports, we place so much on emphasis on the player's talent. But let's analyze perhaps some of the other factors. And they actually studied this. 
They studied a group of professional hockey players, and I think it was ice hockey, but don't exactly quote me on it. They found out the birth dates of these players wasn't actually evenly distributed across the year. Most of the players were actually born in January, February, or March. Well, it turns out, if you track it back to junior hockey and how players were chosen, they are chosen based on who looks most developed and who's bigger. And guess what? Unsurprisingly, the kids born in January are older than kids born in December the same year. So it's likely they look older and are more developed. That is, the January child has 11 months more advantage over the December child. Then this advantage means they get more junior hockey skills and training much more quicker. This then translates to more skills and training for them compared to the kids who don't get on. And by the time they get to age 14, they have all of the better coaching, all of the better training, and they've been the beneficiary of all of these extra sessions, which leads them to become a better player overall. Now, those kids are really better, but notice it all started because they were simply older. The small initial advantage of 11 months they got has translated into years of overachievement for some and underachievement for others. Now, we see this in children's education, even in Australia, with children having accelerated development programs are widespread in most Australian schools, public or private. But what that does is it tends to promote the gap in learning between the children who learn quickly and well versus the children who don't learn quickly or well. But the underlying reasons for the delays in learning for some children may not be addressed. Younger children need to learn to read. But then as they become older, they need to be able to read to learn. In that case, if the early learning struggles, then the latter learning also struggles. This is a reverse of accumulative advantage. An initial disadvantage leads to more of a disadvantage. I find this fascinating. Now, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, I'll tie all of this in relation to personal finances and investing. Be right back. If you're after personal financial advice, don't get it from a podcast. If you would like help based on your own personal situation, head over to sortyourmoneyout.com. Click get help and we'd be happy to introduce you to one of our trusted advisors. Our panel of advisors, mortgage brokers and accountants work with clients all over Australia so they can connect with you wherever you are. That's sortyourmoneyout.com and click get help. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Now, welcome back. Let's tie all of this together when it comes to power, money, personal finance, and investing. When it comes to personal finance or wealth or career or investing, what are we seeking to do? We're trying to seek a competitive advantage. This is at the core of building wealth. Now, when I make a decision to do a job, to earn an income and invest it, I want to seek an advantage. Usually, I want to do the work that I love, and it usually translates into a financial gain as a result of it. 
Now, even I don't work for free. And wherever possible, I'd like to maximise the competitive advantage, whether it be clinical skills, knowledge, career advantages, or income advantages. Now, if I don't do that, guess what? I'll stagnate or be weeded out by other competitors. This is true for individuals, but more so for organisations and businesses. Now, what tends to happen is if I have a competitive advantage, it tends to lead to opportunities to seek out other competitive advantages. This leads to a concept called winner takes all. I'm sure you've heard of this. This means if there's a competition, then the prize or reward goes to the person who wins that competition. Imagine a 100-metre sprint. If the winner only beat the second-place person by 0.01 seconds, the winner gets all of the gold medal, all of the money prize money. Or imagine 100 candidates competing for one job, then the person who gets it need only be just slightly better than the next person who failed to get that job. Therefore, a small difference in performance leads to a situation where the rewards are outsized. This is called winner-takes-all effect. And usually these situations are where your performance is compared relative to people around you. And the other way to assess people is to have a benchmark, but that has its own deficiencies as well. Then what happens when this happens is that it leads to a concept called winner-takes-most. This is very relevant to wealth and money and investments and personal finance. Let's go back to the scenario before when Amy has two sons, Jamie and David, and both have set up a juice stand for the whole weekend. We found that Jamie made more money and was rewarded, whilst David also made some money but was not rewarded as much. The difference was substantial, but Jamie was four years older than David, so had inherent advantages when it comes to selling apple juice. This included more maturity, more knowledge, more ability to stay up late to plan for next day business encounters, and more selling strategies. This then translates to more profits. This then translates to more opportunities for Jamie to grow his business for the next weekend. And imagine eventually Jamie could have employees and this just compounds over time. This is very similar to the power of compounding in finances. A cumulative advantage also compounds over time. So what begins as an observation in sociology can be applied across the board. I guess the obvious question is, is it wrong for people who work hard, get that initial competitive advantage, and then use that as a springboard to success in life and career or wealth or relationships? Is that wrong? That's a very philosophical question. Personally, I don't think it's wrong. But what may be wrong is thinking we did it all ourselves. My competitive advantage is partly me, but also partly because of inherent advantages I've been given and I have compared to other people. And likewise, it may be true for you too. The point is, no matter what, noticing your advantage is important. Acknowledging it is not something everyone gets it. But acknowledging it is also important. Then trying to bridge that gap as much as possible, that's critical if we as a society move forward. I get asked this often. Why does Dev Raga spend all of his time to do a free podcast about financial concepts and principles? Well, the more of this sort of information is available for a lot of people, I strongly feel is better for everyone. There is no point in hiding this information. I just want everyone to access the basics. In an easy, safe and informative way, that's the core mission of this podcast channel. To sum it all up, how does a cumulative advantage relate to money? Number one, it's important to acknowledge that small advantages recurrently leads to massive advantages in life. Number two is, this is similar to the power of compounding when it comes to finances. 
Number three is, in fact, I would argue a cumulative advantage is actually power of compounding on steroids. Imagine having this advantage and utilizing it to create wealth, which is what happens for people who end up becoming mega wealthy. And number four, then those same people get given opportunities to become even more wealthy. That is, the rich get richer. That's about it for this episode. Remember to leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you may be using. I'll leave a five-star rating on all of the platforms. That's even better. And please leave a positive review. The more ratings and reviews you leave, the more people get access to the podcast. So please keep them coming because there's a lot of thought and effort that I put into each and every episode. And remember, there are transcripts available for download in the show notes. My name's Dev Raga, and this is My Millennium Money Professional. And until next time, Please make sure you stay safe. We acknowledge the Awabakal people, traditional custodians of the land on which our studio sits, and pay respects to their elders past, present, and emerging. We extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples who may listen to our podcast. This podcast is for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general financial advice only, which does not take into account your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Because of that, you should consider if the advice is appropriate to you and your needs before acting on the information. If you do choose to buy a financial product, read the product disclosure statement, target market determination, and obtain appropriate financial advice tailored to your needs. Simo Interactive Proprietary Limited, the publisher of the podcast, and Glenn James are authorized representatives of Money Sherpa Proprietary Limited, which holds financial services license 451289. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 